This week, three sides of the coin. This is Mark's show. He gets to talk about the Kiss Cruise, what he loved about it. I don't know if there was really anything he didn't necessarily love about it. Does he give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, and how's it rate in all of the cruises he's been to? You want to listen for his report, and then you got to let us know what you think about the cruise coming up in 2024. This is Three Sides of the Coin, talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Sidesofthecoin.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Three Sides of the Coin. You got Mike, Tommy, and the chunky, but funky, but funky as always. Mark Chikini's back from the Kiss Cruise. And frankly, this is going to be his show because we got no guests. We got no topics. Well, so Mark, isn't it always? Isn't well, it's it pretty Tommy, much. It but, always is. But we're but we're going we're going to put all of the pressure on you because now you get to tell us all about the Kiss Cruise. Um, before we get into that, though, Tommy, did you got any comments to read? I want to make sure if you're paying attention. Yeah, I do. In fact, how pissed is Mark going to be when he finds out that we had um, Herman Epicy on? Yes, last week. Hmm? <laughs> Did you, you were really? traveling. Why wouldn't we have someone on that? <laughs> no, that you to? we didn't. Oh, we wow. didn't. I was say we're working on it, and I was jo- and I was joking with Tommy that I'll just schedule on whenever you've got another trip to Florida, so you can miss that recording. Uh, look, I'm still bummed about missing the last one, although Mike's making it up for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yes, um, about a funk said hello i'm i'm new to the podcast since the since the video leaks i've been enjoying the content and commentary so thank you for that kiss diary thinks it was an amazing title and uh, blue soldier good grief the complaints and the whining the endless endless dissatisfaction with the set list and getting ready to go see wasp for the second time in st louis so looking forward to it and it's getting to meet blackie for the first time why waste your time being miserable and acting like the ultimate karen be happy and enjoy yourself it's not that hard hope to see everyone at the concerts and please support your bands because one day they may not be there for you to see and i thought kiss fans were a hard crowd well i still think kiss fans are at the top of the mountain when it comes to pissing and moaning um and you know the funny thing is you know and and mark you probably didn't listen to the episode but it was truly all about just why the hell do fit do music fans complain so much about everything from the set list to band members to the stage shows and everything that goes along with it and today because that episode went live today the number one comment from our listeners is, well, here's why they're doing it, because they're not happy with the set list. They just want the band to change the set list. <laughs> and my, I, re- I reply to every single one, okay, we get it. Now, how do you make a set list that you like and I like? Because I want them to play all Crazy Nights, and Mark wants them to play all of Kiss Alive. Is so how, how do we make everybody happy? Well, just Actually, Mark wants that one song played. It's my life. It's yeah. my life. Yeah, then he'll be happy. But, you know, 
they don't get it. They don't get it. We we explain it in the episode. We ask the questions, and then they just come back. Well, we want a different set list, but how? How do you? Whether it's Kiss, Wasp, or any band that's been around for forty plus years with as many albums as these bands have, how do you pick the songs that everybody's going to love? It's impossible. Because I, you know, in the case of Wasp, I've seen some fans going. God, I hate that they're playing stuff off the Crimson Idol. And the next comment is, oh, my God, they're playing stuff off the Crimson Idol. Can't win. Okay. Who, who's going to win and lose in this scenario? Somebody's going to win and lose. And at the end of the day, the band has to play what they want to play and what they want to hear and what makes them happy. Because it's impossible one guy's like, well, just change up four songs. I go, can we pick four songs amongst all diehards that we're all going to agree on? No. Possible. Not a chance. Impossible. I mean, look at when we were going through the thing with Izzy on his show. Who? <laughs> Mark, Mark changed the rules. It, you know, come on. Well, I have a couple of a couple more I want to read because there's some questions, but I want to start by saying Kelly Nodwell, get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, John Michelski, to the question... If the band are on the cruise, why wouldn't they do a KISS show? I think it's perfectly obvious. Can you imagine how much more work it is for the four guys to suit up and play a typical KISS show compared to the sail away in street clothes and the separate acts in street clothes? No contest for the bandmates. I get it. And the hey, last, well, you know, I, I saw that. Let me just yeah. reply to that. Dude, it's not like putting on makeup and costumes is anything new to these guys. True. They've they've been doing this for nearly 50 years. It's pretty much like breathing to them. It's not like it's excruciatingly extra work. I get it is extra work, but that's not why. Right. Right. Um, Why foam? A couple of questions I want to throw out. Is Kiss still promoting this as the end of road tour? The original farewell date was June 2021 at Madison Square Garden. We don't know if that was accurate or not. If the pandemic didn't happen, would they have been, uh, would that have been the last concert of the tour? I bet not. And what's the definition of a tour these days? Aside from those thoughts, keep up uh, with TOC every week. Whether I agree with you or not, this is the topic of KISS podcast. The top, sorry, top KISS podcast podcast in my opinion keep up the good work so i think that's a really interesting question that they raise is would it have been over without the pandemic i believe it would have but since it got pushed now to 2022 with everything that transpired my two cents is like well now it's 50 years because i remember thinking when they originally uh mentioned that they were going to go on the farewell i thought to myself god i wish they would have just done something else in between or waited it out so we could see them do a 50th anniversary thing it's just to me it's natural what do you guys think i i i think i think that original date was intended to be the end of the end of the road tour fully intended that was the end of kiss touring um but They've also been pretty clear since the beginning that this isn't the end of Kiss performing. It's just no. them going out on these long, extended world tours. That's over. There can be spot shows. They could do residencies. They, they, they never said the band was literally done playing live 
ever again. So just touring. When, just touring. So when that July date in 2021 was announced, I was like, okay, that is the formal end of Kiss touring. But my feeling was, yeah, when the 50th anniversary rolls along a couple years later, they'll probably do a special one-off or a couple of special shows to celebrate the 50th anniversary. They just won't tour the world with a new 50th anniversary tour. Right. Right. Michael, everything you just said was exactly what I heard from very high ups back in like 2019 or 2019 when all they were talking about, you know, the tour ending and, you know, last year, you know, this is obviously all pre-COVID. And, and there was talk at the time is, oh, you know, when the 50th rolls around, maybe they'll do a one-off or something. Well, yeah, like, I could see them still doing, yeah. you know, rock fest. I still, or... well, we'll put it this way. But 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 Paul was, they've always kind of, well, Paul more so than the other ones. Well, Gene too. You know, the cruises are going to continue. I, again, I'm, I'm going to go and next year or excuse me in 2024 from what they're matter of fact before we get to that i thought that was kind of odd the very you know because if you want to go kiss cruise 11 a and b a being the the first part of the week and then b being the you know the one original so they're gonna do two no no no, no, no. I'm what i'm saying okay kiss cruise 11 that just happened is an a and a b because there was a week but here's what i thought was odd on kiss cruise 11a the first week paul was pretty talkative about what's going to happen you know on the next kiss cruise he meant matter of fact i watched the interview where he said uh, along the lines you know soul station with eric gene simmons band and tommy's gonna have an all-star band you know on the second cruise you didn't really talk too much about that and then um i don't have it with me they were bombarding everybody on, you know, on, on the second week B, if I'm, I'm just going to refer to them that way, Kiss Cruise 11B, we were bombarded with, hey, put some money down for the next Kiss Cruise, put some money down. I had messages on my, in my room, I had a sealed envelope stuck under my door. I had you know, you had Gene come and knock on your door and say, look, hold, out, was, hold out the donation tray. Liz and I were, we were like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, again, just pushing this thing like you would not believe to, to put, you know, I think it was $250 down and then they were going to give you, you know, um, you know, whatever, $500 off your next one, you know, and I just kind of found it kind of creepy in a way i'm like you know you're already trying to push this thing i mean especially I, since it's 2024 but I, I i'm guessing they're they're a bit worried as to how well it will sell with the changes that will happen for that I, michael that's exactly it because i don't care i'm going because i'm not liz or liz said she doesn't want to go you know oh, tommy that's your opening no no I, I, with know, mark I'll, all, all kidding aside, and I had my other friends who I'd travel with, they, they're like, you know what, if there's no indoor makeup show, because I, I had friends that when they stopped doing the, the, the pictures, Stop they didn't going. Yeah. So 
and to be fair, and, and look, I, it's funny, everybody, not everybody, but we read where we're not critical of the band. Look, I'll be critical when I think it's correct. I don't just, you know, start pissing and moaning to piss and moan. But the prices didn't go down and we are getting less. But you always had kiss shows, you know what I mean? This is going to be, you know, and that's another thing. This time, there were no autographed items. Really? Yes. Don't get me wrong. We still got some really cool gifts. And if I had any more energy, I'd run upstairs and get them, but I'm not. But we got like a snow globe, which was pretty cool. We got a lunchbox. We got our dog tags. We got a little Navy hat, which I almost wore downstairs here. Um, you know, so they're still giving some really cool, you know, things away that, and again, the cool part is we don't, let me start from the beginning. I've been on every Kiss Cruise. And I remember the first Kiss Cruise, you just came into your room and there were, you know, whatever, posters or whatever. Shit on your bed. Yeah. And that's just, you know, I didn't expect it. And then after the first year, I thought they just did it the first year, well, the second year, you know, and so on and so on. So I, I was happy they kept those, you know, putting the trinkets, if you want to put that in. And it's, it's very welcome. And I appreciate it. It makes me feel appreciated. And I'd like to thank everybody who went that made them feel appreciated that they do that. But this year, there's no autograph items. I'm not a huge autograph guy anyway. So, you know, I, I put it this way. Autographs only mean something to me if I get them. Like, here, sign this. And I almost always, you go around, matter of fact, that Ace Fairly poster right there. I mean, just a zillion examples. It's funny. I always make sure when I get, a, when I get an autograph, it's two mark. I, I don't want just a generic one. It, it just drives me crazy. And I've had people go, you know, that's going to take the value down. I'm like, who's doing this for fucking resale? I'm not. I want the memory. You know what I mean? Right. That's what I want. That's, that's very hard for. That's hard for some people to understand, Mark. In your point, in your in your situation, because you have the ability to get or acquire so much of the stuff that maybe other people can't. So it's it. But it's just, but you. But you, but you know, I mean, what Mark is talking about with the autographs, this goes all the way back to like when when we launched the very first Kiss VIPs, and even when I went through with Blackie and launching the Wasp VIPs, fans put value together in their head. You know, they're going to sit here and go, "Okay, I got to spend, I don't know, three thousand dollars to go on a Kiss cruise, but I'm going to get." one item, two items autographed. And in my mind, that's got a value of $200 each. So there's $400 and a show, you know, they, they add that stuff up to kind of help justify spending the money. If you spend $350 on a wasp VIP experience, you consider and go, oh, I can get two autographs. I can meet Blackie. I get photos up on stage with Elvis. I get to ask questions they can justify easier spending the money because of that. When you, to Mark's point, take things out, but keep the price the same, it becomes harder to justify the value because you're getting less, but you have to spend the same amount of money to get less than just a year ago. Yeah. And the less has been coming down in increments. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, you know, they, they took the, you know, the photo away this year. They took the autographs away. So it wasn't like they did it like 
took everything away. Ne- 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 next year, they're taking away the the next cruise. They're taking away the big indoor show on yeah, top of correct. all of which that. is which for me is the big deal, you know. Yeah. And I will tell you, this, you know, why don't let's just start from the beginning. Um, Liz and I flew out to uh, to Los Angeles. Uh, our friends from Buffalo flew to Detroit. We all flew together. It was awesome. Um, went to the, uh, at, I just, pure dumb luck. Uh, our, our guest, Joe, had his, his, his kiss fest thing. At the hotel you were stayed at. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah correct. Uh, you know, I guess pretty good. You know, I mean, he's such a nice guy and everybody involved was was really nice and, and cool. And, you know, they did some events off the, uh, off the, what do you call it? Um, off the premises. And, uh, you know, I didn't go to any of that. I, I, I've said that on the show before. I, I know a lot of people are in full kiss mode when, you know, when they get there. I want to enjoy the cruise for what it is. I like doing other things, you know, because here I'm in California. I don't get to California often. Um, I want to do California things, you know, when I'm there, but that's me. I'm married. I've been married for 31 years. My, my, you know, and my wife is an adapted to kiss fan. I mean, don't get me wrong. She enjoys them. She likes some of the songs and gets into it. And, you know, she can only put so much of her life into it. Well, put it this way. I don't force feed it on her. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, so she's so that's again, that's maybe why she's so super cool about it. Um, but anyways, uh, a little shameless plug here. Uh, Julian was there, you know, our arch enemies, isn't yep. it? Yeah. arch yeah. enemies or something. Uh, my dear friend, Julian Gill. The, the twat uh, waffle met the cesspool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Guys, buy this book. Buy this. this Kiss this on book. Tour Volume 1. Look how freaking. Oh, that's the hardcover version, too. Oh, just. I'm going to tell you right now, it's nothing to do with, you know, dead people. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Um, this is better than the other previous book by the dead guy. Yeah, <laughs> by, by no, I, I, I again, that that book is great. I actually love that book, but this one's better. It's updated. Um, you know, uh, so if you're really into all the the dates and the minutia and I'm an ad guy. I love ads. You know what I mean? Um, just absolutely. Julian knocked this thing out of the freaking park, man. So um, if I, I would, I would suggest you go to the FAQ to his uh, little site there and uh, order yourself his book. You will put it this way. It's probably available on Amazon. Yeah. Either way, but I know, I know he sells it on the, on the yeah. FAQ, but but Julian did an incredible job and, and all joking aside, you know, the, 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 whatever kiss alive forever books, a fantastic book. I, you know, I can't bad it or anything, but this is really an improvement over that. Um, just because I think that, you know, hindsight, you know, fix some of the mistakes that were in that oh, yeah. a little and, bit more. And they, they've toured quite a bit since kiss alive well, this, forever was finished. This just goes, this just goes to 83, this one. Oh, okay. But again, it's, I love looking at the ads and you can learn so much. It's fine. I'll give you just a quick example because, 
when I first started talking, and this is long before there was a podcast. This is when I just first started going to Kiss Expos and when I was starting to meet people from around the country. And we didn't have a, you know, one of the, always the big, one of the topics was, did you see the Creatures Tour? Now, this is in the 1988, 89, 90 sort of mindset. So, you know, this is before the internet and all that other stuff. And just talking to fans are like, I didn't even know that who Vinnie Vincent was. I showed up and I'm like, what are you talking about? Because in my head, the ads for the Detroit show had Vinnie from day one. Yeah. But look in this book. Fuck, I don't think the first Vinnie ad didn't pop up till fucking mid-February. And again, ours was in February. But I'm like, oh, I get it now. Ace was in all the I, fucking I, ads. I, Tommy, I think our ad was Vinnie. Was Vinnie. But I remember looking at it and just going, Ace must they they Ace must have changed his makeup or done something. I mean, because I, it didn't say it was Vinny, and I wasn't aware of the changes that were happening. I was just like, oh, the that's got to that just must be Ace. Something is just going on with it. See, and I was aware of it because I remember reading it in Kerrang or someplace that Vinny had taken over for Ace Fraley for touring. They hadn't said that he officially quit. Again, this is a long time ago, so don't Tommy, they, Tommy, they said that on MTV when they debuted the I Love It Loud video. I believe. Well, then maybe that's what it is. I just knew about it because I remember standing outside of the Met Center waiting to get tickets because it was cold as hell. It was probably in November. We were talking with these people. I think I've told this story before. And I thought I was going to get my ass kicked when I told people that Ace Fraley is not going to be there. They couldn't believe it. They thought I was full of shit. One guy's like, you're full, of, you know, on and on and on. And then it's the same group of people had never heard of the Killers album before. And I'm like, yeah, it, there's an album called Killers. But the only place you could get it at that time in 1982 was at Down in the Valley. They're the only store imports. that handled European imports or maybe Hot Licks. Or but Harpo's, it, yeah. Harpo's, yeah, Harpo's Hot Licks. It, just, just really quick, um, and these are, you know, these are generic ads, but Ace, Ace, yeah. Ace. Hold on, I'm, I'm, and again, I'm just doing this because it's Vinny, Ace, Ace. Ace, 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 Ace. Just the logo, Ace, Ace. And these are ads, logo, logo. Logo, logo, Ace. So I think so far we're one Vinny ad. One Vinny ad, yeah. yeah. Ace. Oh, Vinny, Ace. Show no, the Vinny, Vinny ad. Can you show the Vinny ad? Yeah, matter of fact, it's uh, Ace and then two Vinnies here. Yeah, and the, Vin the Vinny one is the one we got. Yep, the yeah, bottom. Yep. One. So, but but again, I'm just going in order of these shows. It's funny. After this, Vinny, Vinny, another Ace. Vinny, 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 Vinny. You know, but you can see now. Now it makes sense. The first bunch of those ads were were all Al had Ace in the band, but it's kind of kind of weird, you know. But. Anyway, um, when you're done with your thing, I want to give an ace update too. So okay. So, anyways, um, so we went out and uh you know, we we stayed in San Pedro, which eh, went uh, walking along the beach and went, you know, 
went out to a couple of nice restaurants. One actually restaurant twice. It was good. Then we went on the cruise. We got on the boat. Very easy. It was funny because we had a later, I think, I think the one of the latest check-in times was like one or two. Ours was at 12:30. And I remember waking up and my phone was blowing up because all my friends, Alex, you know, all my friends from all over the world are, hey man, where are you? That sort of thing. And they're like, oh my God, the lines, the lines, the lines. And I'm like, oh fuck, you know. I hate waiting in line. As you guys know, I'm very not very patient. He hates driving. He hates waiting in line. And he hates staying in a venue that's farther than two blocks or a hotel that's farther than two blocks from the venue. I am Captain ABCs of Mark. (laughs) The ABCs of Mark. Tommy knows me so well. And he sleeps on top of the covers. (laughs) That's all true. Tommy got me down to a science. But anyways, we get there around 1230 and voila, fuck no lines. It was awesome. I don't. I, I think that's the fastest we ever got on the boat. I couldn't fucking believe it. Um, also, though, too, we got to go in, in the fast line because we get a mini suite, they have, and uh, they have a separate line for the suite holders. And and I've had the same room for the last seven cruises. So um, the reason I do that is because ours is really centrally located to get to the stage and get to the buffet. So I mean, so the two most important things. Yes. Yeah. So anything, anyone that's on the cruise after you would not want to blacklight that room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's cookie crumbs everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that cookie crumbs. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, um, you know, uh, get on the the boat. I, you know, can't take. I, I and tell you what, anybody who's watching this, who I, you know stopped me on the kiss cruise which was i'm not a hundred plus people easy maybe more everyone was so even my wife you know we just talked about how nice everybody is out there in three sides land you guys are fucking awesome everybody has nothing but nice things to say we love our listeners oh i'm telling you man give give yourself a round of applause seriously what are the nicest group of people ever? And that's the that's the weird part, because, you know, I'm just another kiss geek, just like you. I'm walking down. Someone will step in front of me. Hey, love the show. You know, Branvold's a tool, all that. kind. Of, <laughs> you know, hey, but no, it's awesome. And I I know took a, it's took it, pictures with, with a bunch of people and everyone was so fucking nice, man. You guys are you guys are the best, man. And I, I tell you what. That that's why we just hit our 500th episode. That's what makes us fun. That's why we have a blast doing this. And if you wonder why Mike uses the band hammer sometimes, because we just keep the jewels, baby. We have no time for the fools. Yeah. And 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 that's and that's it. Keep the jewels, no time for the fools. I'm sure that's gonna end up on somewhere. So (laughs) taking out the trash since 2012. Amen, man. So I tell you what, uh everybody that I ran into, and you know it's funny, even today I had a couple people, much like uh I, can't, I think his name's Dave and you're from California. He asked me because he remembered that the, the, the Eddie trunk episode, he's like, I love Piper. Can you send me some of that Piper stuff? So I said, Hey man, just send me your email and I'll send you in. And he did. He sent it to me over the weekend and I, I sent him the, the Piper files and it's just that kind of connection, you know, 
um, with, 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 with you guys out there, because you're, you're just fellow music geeks like me and Tommy and Mike we're, and Lisa, we're just fucking the only difference is we're on this side of the fucking camera. That's the only difference. And I'll let, I'll let Billy Rowe from Buck Cherry speak for himself, but I got yeah. the impression in speaking with him that he was a little disappointed that there was not meatloaf communion. <laughs> he was, he came to midnight bacon, by the way, we did midnight bacon every single night. Think you um, I, oh, it was just awesome. And here's the thing. We, I, I'm just going to say it. There were a couple of years where they didn't have bacon at midnight and we complained and then they made it. That. You were pissed. And, and damn right. And guess what they brought us out? Bacon and cookies. So what did we have this time when we went up? Bacon at midnight was there every night. Bacon. Bacon. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, so it got to be fun. Because, well, it's always fun because we'd have a group of people on uh, one night. Russell joined us and was just telling me, you know, his incredible stories. And uh, again, just, just everybody. And, and I spent a ton of time with Alex, which is always so much oh, fun. Guy great. But Alex by the way, Anna I, are the oh, best. Oh, hold, on, hold on. I tell you what, pick this up. You guys yeah, like freaking amazing. The, the new shameless CD. Yes. yes. They and, have a and, new singer that is from Blue that, Ruin, Anna's band, yes. and she's un- unbelievable. And by the way, I was, uh, you know, as they say in New York, busting Anna's balls because um, mm-hmm. Alex should be up there and she's sleeping in the room. And I'm like, you're younger than us. You should be out here, you know, bouncing off the wall. So Anna, I was just having some fun with you. We had uh, we had a lot of fun. So, um, again, just saw so many, you know, the Papalardos and Joe Dell and, you know, I just seeing everybody saw Keith and Russell and, you know, oh, it's great uh, people. Yeah. Yeah. Just the best of the best. And it was cool. Um, got to spend about 45 minutes or so with Eric. We had lunch out in the, out on the back deck and actually he ate his lunch. I ate mine. And then we just sat and geeked out about drums and drummers for about 45 minutes and so that was nice i got to see tommy a couple times uh uh got a big hug from him uh, again you know I, I know these guys are guys in the band but as tommy and, and mike these are just salt of the earth people they're they're wonderful people they're incredibly talented musicians and every time i see them they you know they're just as excited to see me as it as it seems and it's just it's just a great feeling just, and then, you know, I saw, you know, Michael Berger and, you know, okay. from the, everybody associated with Kiss is the best. And, and they, they're like that all the time, whether I'm on the cruise or not, or see them, you know, at yep. a show or just, uh, you know, when it was Tommy's birthday, uh, I think it was yesterday, yep. you know, I sent him, sent him an email. He sent me a nice little thing back today. And, you know, just, again, just, these are the best, you know, mm-hmm. just the, the best of the best. So um, anyways, uh, Sail Away show that first day. Loved it. They did two timer, which was awesome. Um, you know, played a lot of the songs that they don't play a lot that, you know, some of them like Firehouse and stuff, but they don't play that on the live show anymore. You know, so it's kind of cool to do that. Um, I'm going to make a bold statement here, too. Kiss Cruise 11, it's in my top three now. I thought the, the, the live shows were fantastic. Um, not only the sail away, but the, you know, the, uh, the electric 
shows, I, they sounded great. And it was funny because um, Paul sounded great. Um, and the tempos were a little bit more up. It was uh, a lot more. Uh, um, it wasn't as, you know, because they're not doing the big light show. They're not doing everything doesn't have to be choreographed with the, the, the pyro and everything. you could tell it was a lot looser. Paces were up a little bit. Paul's voice, and he was singing, Paul's voice sounded great. Um, you know, just in, in the set list, I don't know what people are complaining about. King of the Nighttime, well, first they opened up with Love Him and Leave Him. I mean, really? They don't even play that. My, 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 my impression is this set list from A and B seem like classic 70s. They didn't, they didn't appear to dig into 80s and beyond well i think heavens on fire and and of course i'm going to forget one but i think heavens on fire is the only 80s song yeah yeah but everything else was like classic classic well, 70s if you did if you didn't look at it and if you guys don't know i'm sure most of the people watching the show either went to the cruise or no but this is the opening two guys love them and leave them opener king of the nighttime world second why would anyone complain? I mean, and also too, they did take me. They did four songs off rock and roll over. Um, I want you and, and making love. love. What do you, huh? Come on. That, I, I could have just saw those four songs and would have been fine. The rest of the cruise, you know, it was, again, uh, the, the live shows and the energy, um, I will tell you, I thought, I thought Gene was having a little bit of balance issues. The boat wasn't rocking as bad as it was. And when I mean rocking, I mean, you know, at sea. He seemed to be a little off kilter, more so than normal. Now, keep in mind, I'm judging it off of the last 10 previous cruises. Gene, Gene didn't seem to be on his A game, at least, the, you know, when I had the show I saw. And, and don't worry, it was still Gene. Maybe, was maybe cool, it was but, a little under the weather. Yeah, that's what I mean. But, uh, um, I noticed he just didn't, I, and again, too, you know, here I am standing with a seat behind me. He's, you know, an eight inch platform heels uh, on a boat. That's, you know, we were cutting a pretty good clip at that time. So, um, and again, I'm just being nitpicky because that's what you guys want us to do. So, um, great show, high energy. It was a lot of fun. And then, uh, you know, we hung out in the bars afterwards every night, uh, my, my friends from Buffalo and Liz and I, and, and it's great because, you know, again, this is, you know, this is my, was my 11th one. We always sit in the one bar area because the crew seems to go around us. You know what I mean? It's a good place. We've learned to sit, to see everybody because, you know, there's the theme nights and the costumes and all that other stuff. Just fantastic. Now moving forward, Another reason why this is in the top three for me, the bands, uh, you know, Bob, uh, uh, Tommy just brought up Mr. Billy Rowe, who came and visited for Midnight Bacon um, on the last night um, of his guitar player and Buck Cherry. Buck Cherry, I love, as, as I, you know, stated many times on this show. Wow. They put Buck on Cherry should be playing stadiums. They're yeah. fucking amazing. Yes, Shame on are. every one of you listeners that have not gone out and bought Hellbound. 
Oh, no doubt. And they played three songs off of Hellbound. Matter of fact, that was something I was telling Billy. I'm like, you know, they opened up with three, two, one, you know, yeah. the, the, the title trick. I mean, again, <laughs> it's like I, I just sometimes feel like Buck Cherry kind of got screwed by not being out five years earlier. I, yeah, they are the quintessential great hard rock band. But they're also they are, they're also, though, they are also kind of painted into a box by their own fame. And I've said this so many times in reviews. Crazy Bitch is a great song, but it doesn't define who they are as a band. That's just one song. And you have to look deeper into the catalog. To me, Buck Cherry is like Cheap Trick. They're packed with so much melody and so many amazing songs on every single record that most folks don't know about. I tell you, I was surprised, Tommy. They did uh, Too Drunk to Fuck. I love that song. I know. Liz loves that song. Yeah. And and they and and let me tell you, if you don't know that song, that's got a great little funk thing in it, too. I mean, just again. Oh yeah, just the shit boy. Um, and I tell you what, they did uh riding off of Time Bomb. Yep. Yeah, but that's another thing. That's the one I wish they would drop. Are you kidding? Yeah, I don't like that one. I'd much rather hear. Boy, uh, look at the time. I'd much rather hear something. <laughs> off, no, I, seriously, I'd much rather hear something off of rock and roll because they usually have a tendency to ignore that, bring it on back. And uh, I'd say this to did, Stevie. Did, and, did they play anything off of Black Butterfly? Like Rescue Me? I love that song. Oh, that's that song one of my enough. absolute favorite. Oh, yeah. They did song. everything. I love that song. Um, they do Gluttony. Yeah, um, I think that's the only song they do off of off of that record. Um, I, I, again, they were just phenomenal, um, and it was great. I, I got to meet Billy for the first time, and he is so much fits into our little world. It's not funny. What I mean by that is. Total, total kiss geek, total music yep. geek, and God love him. What a great guy. And I met his girlfriend, beautiful beyond beautiful. What a, a wonderful girl she is. Woman, I should say. Um, beautiful, just very nice people, down to earth, just wonderful people. And, uh, and uh, you know, uh, one of those things, and hopefully they get by in the Detroit area. I'm going to have Billy over here and see the see the collection is funny he's like well, i'm gonna definitely do that when we're in detroit because they haven't been close here in a while i, mean, I can been tell looking... them when you get there you have to go over to mark's house but bring yep. a friend bring a friend with a rape whistle just, just to keep the rig rolling here as they say in the construction world um so so buck cherry 10 out of 10 fantastic as always i've seen them and this is why i'm kind of tying this in i've seen buck cherry every time they're through detroit i i even if they're opening for somebody, I go. I love Buck Cherry. I have from day one. And, and I just have to throw this in. A, that's what broke my heart. When Time Bomb came out, I thought, which is their second record. You know, they had such the hit with Lit Up on the first one. And then Grunge snuck in. That record yep. comes out. It does nothing. They end up kind of falling apart. I love Time Bomb. You get a chance. Bye, bye, bye time. That record is so fucking awesome. It's not funny. I mean, and I got to tell you, I had something I told Billy last night, or last night I saw him. Buck Cherry's one of those bands, to me, what do they got, like seven records out or something, like eight? Yeah. They don't have a bad album. Every one of them is fantastic. 11. I love everything. I, uh, I'm counting 11 of them on Spotify. Are you counting the live record? I'm, I'm just kind of going with... Well, don't forget about the EP. 
I'm just going with, I was just going with full length. Records. Yeah. Buck like, Cherry, I, Time Bomb, 15, Black Butterfly. Okay, there's Live and Loud, All Night Long, Confessions, Rock and Roll, War Paint, Hellbound. Yeah, so whatever. What was that? Nine? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, not counting the live yeah, album. Yeah, so anyway, that was my point. They, you know, they don't have, my point is they don't have 20 records out. They, what I say, seven, eight, ten, whatever. Um, every one of them is great. Every single one of them. Love them all. Um, by the way, but did you count the fuck record? What? Because they did, uh, they did a song off that. Uh, that is under their singles is fuck. Yeah. yeah. Then they did the, the covers thing. Again, I have everything they've done. I, matter of oh, fact, something I got I to get that to Billy because I said to him, I want him to show my list to Josh. I think I have every B side. I've got a whole CD full of B-sides. I've had to collect them from. And when I say B-sides too, I always get the Japanese versions because they always have a couple songs that aren't on the American version. Plus, like they did that thing for NASCAR. Again, this is again, this is why I'm a geek. I, I, I admit it. I, I want it all. So anyways, so anyways, Buck Cherry was incredible. And then I saw a band that I haven't seen since the late 80s. And if if there's one band that had rekindled my fandom, it was Striper. Oh my God. The hell with the devil. Oh, they, um, their, their last few albums have been phenomenal metal albums. Not, my, my, that, not glam, not hard rock melodic. They're metal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, what? that was what I was getting at. I, I love, I, you know, I loved um, the yellow and black attack. I love soldier under command when it came out to hell with the, that was the last tour I saw. I saw the to hell with the devil tour um, back. When was that? 88, 89. Um, and, you know, they're also not a band that here in Detroit, but they don't, they don't come here a ton. Um, but I kind of lost interest with in God we trust, which I thought was okay, but you know, it wasn't as good as the first, you know, three albums. So, I, you know, I kind of, it's, I never lost, it stopped being a fan. I just never kind of went past those records. And I have a couple of my friends who are really big Striper fans. Alex, Alex is one. huge. But I'm a- Alex local. called it the Striper Cruise. Yes. So, I, but I sat out there and watched them. And I'm like, my jaw was just dropped by how are Oz and michael not in the same league and i don't care if you laugh at me or whatever because you're wrong go see them and you'll see why their dueling guitar leads were awe-inspiring yeah i mean as good as is kk and and glenn as good as you know maiden as good as thin lizzie i'm not talking about the song i'm just talking about the plane if you go, you just go to YouTube and watch those guys do those guys do dual leads, and your fucking jaw will drop. I got to see them twice on the boat. The guitar tones, oh, heavy as hell. Michael, my issue voice. with my issue with Striper, though, quite honestly, is they're. I know they're a very talented musician, and I know that Michael has a, an amazing voice. I give them all that, but their songs just aren't that interesting to me. And it has nothing to do with the fact that they're Christian or any of that. It's just 
It just doesn't do anything. Have, have you really. listened to any of like their last two or three albums? The last I don't two know or three if, I have not. Tommy would like. Oh, that, you have to. They're, okay. they're 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 the last like Fallen, which came out in 2015. Goddamn Evil 2018. Um, even the Devil Believes 2020, and the Final Battle, which just came out. These are so Old not the metal. Yeah, yeah, they're so not the striper you think of from the MTV era. This uh, is just but, but, but metal they, guitars. They, they mm-hmm. are very much like soldiers under command because that was way more metal. Yes. That wasn't like calling on you and stuff. Right. And that's what I not, mean. It's, they, it's not MTV era striper. Correct. Correct. And I guess that's I'm, all I'm truly familiar with. Yeah. And it, let me tell you put it this way if you're one of the younger fans or you haven't never really heard you know striper soldiers under command is a good place to start just that song if you listen to the song and then you move on to come on rock and you know stuff like that i i really think you you dig it um i do again you know look i'm a christian i make no bones about that but look i'm i i'm I like Striper because of the metal. I mean, I that's and again, Michael, what you just said, that's probably why my fandom started to wane because after To Hell with the Devil, they had calling on which was on that record. They became influenced and, by their record label yes. to make hit songs, which is not what they 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 were when they started. Striper is a metal band, people. Was born like, a metal like band Raven, and like is Raven back was to a metal band that they tried to like. Yes, and they in, in Crocus they yep. they started they changed them, mm-hmm. so yeah. But like I, that's Michael, you nailed it because when when in God We Trust came out, that had to be what 90, 88, 90. In, was, in God We Trust came out in nineteen eighty eight. Okay, um, because then to hell was what in eighty seven. And to hell with the devil was 86 and soldiers was 85. Yeah. Well, and before that was the yellow and black, I think. Well, yellow and black attack is listed as 86, but I think that's because it was probably re-released then. Yeah. Again, like I said, I'm not this, you know, incredible. But, But 1988, when In God We Trust was released is when Striper went total TV. And, and and listen, it's not a bad album. It's just not the same stuff they were releasing when they first started. And if you listen to their new album, which I just listened to it last week, and it's it's worth listening to over and over again, you're not going to get In God We Trust off of their latest albums. That's not what you're getting. You're getting a metal band, a metal band that plays amazing guitars, has got great drums incredible vocals oh my god uh, again like i said i left that cruise going okay i gotta i gotta re-up my striper uh game here again a band i've seen in the past i had the early records i was a fan early on um you know on my big metal vest i got a striper pack. I mean, again this isn't i just i kind of just because they don't come around and I right. again they kind of just wimped out there for a bit and I tuned out. Man, seeing them again just re-energized me. And I will tell you, I got to talk to uh Robert uh, Sweet a few times on the boat. What a what a gentleman, what a great guy. And they're um, kiss, they're kiss fans. Yes, yeah. Matter of fact, I'm gonna try and get him on the show. I, I got yeah, I was gonna say we should we should have him on the show. 
Yeah, um, I, I've got a couple friends who are friends, mutual didn't, friends. Didn't, didn't Striper do a cover of Shout It Out Loud? They I did. Yep. They did on there. It's funny, too. Michael, This is, that's what I mean. I, I'm sitting, I'm now looking at Striper through my blinders. I'm like, God, I love those early records and all my old comp tapes from, you know, the 80s when we used to do that stuff. I always had a couple Striper tunes on. Again, I always loved Soldiers Under Command. What an incredible great Fuck vocals that's, that's yeah that's like the quintess that's like i said if you're unfamiliar with striper soldiers under command just google that song turn it up and go whether you like it or not but that's that's them at their that's metal that's great stuff but anyways so i'm like i remember seeing that like i forget what it's called the covering or whatever that is and i'm like yeah eh, i'm just not interested and again, you know, even recently, the last couple of years, my my metal friends, local ones are like, man, have you got the new Striper? I'm like, again, in my head, I'm like, well, last time I, you know, when God We Trust was the last one I bought when it was new and it just didn't do anything for me. I, the title track's OK, you know, but it didn't have the the aggressive tones that the, the, the early ones did. So, again, but after seeing them. And then the second show they opened up with, matter of fact, I think the first night, I think they opened up with a guy we trust, which I thought was cool because I liked that song. But I think they opened up with the sing-along song, uh, which I love. It's one of my favorite songs off of uh, To Hell with the Devil. And they did the sing-along song. It's funny, too, because that's a song that's kind of radio poppy in some ways, but it, you know, it never got any airplane. But I always like this. I've got that great, well, that's why it's the sing-along song. It's got that it's got that really cool sing-along part. Um and then going from that, um I loved um uh Black Label Society who I've seen quite a few times. It's funny, I I was joking to someone I'm like, I never pay to see Black Label Society. And what I mean by that is they're always opening for somebody I like. So -hmm. it's like a bonus. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I bet you I've seen black label society. It's it's, it's like going into a restaurant, ordering a pile of crab legs and they give you a shrimp cocktail for free. I I, I bet you've seen black label society about eight or nine times over the years. And it's always like they're opening for somebody I like. So, and they didn't disappoint, you know, Zach at all. Um, no, it's funny. I had the, he was literally about four people ahead of me getting onto the boat and Liz took a picture of him because he had to take all his boots and everything off to get through the metal detector. The metal detector. I felt bad. So I felt bad for him. He was literally, you know, probably an arm, an arm's length or two away from us. And I didn't want to bother him. I saw yeah. him on the boat. It was funny too. He, oh, matter of fact, I got a funny, it's not a Zach story, but I'm up getting midnight bacon. <laughs> Here comes fucking Zach, keep head down. You know, just don't want nobody to talk to him. And his handler's behind him. And Zach and his handler head to the ice cream bowl thing, fill up their ice cream. The guy's carrying Zach's ice cream. He's like, Zach gives him up. Okay, bowl's full. And then they fucking walked out. So <laughs> I got to admit, it was the funniest fucking thing, just the optics of it, because I'm walking to get bacon. I got my plate. I'm like, okay. And again, he's all of all of 10 feet from me. It's midnight ice cream and you got midnight <laughs> bacon. Listen, this is at midnight. Here's Zach. He's got his head down. You can't describe him. He's got that long fucking, you know, biker hair and everything. Yep. And I'm like, and he's got his vest on and everything. And he goes, but his handler was holding up this, this bowl. It was almost like in the movie Oliver. More you should have invited him over for bacon. 
so no but i i didn't talk to him i did talk to his i didn't even talk i just said hi to him i, I saw his drummer later in the on the cruise but uh yeah I, you know who i did get a chance to talk quite a bit with was uh was brent um uh brent fitz, brent fitz. so that, you know we talked Good a lot guy. and i did oh he's the best of the best and um talked to him about coming on so hopefully uh he'll uh you know he'll agree to that we were talking about uh kiss and that's another thing bruce bruce's uh you know gig fantastic opened with the oath i saw that 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 was kind of a that was kind of a curveball coming from bruce yeah it was it was really cool i tell you what you know um again i said that you know whatever 15 minutes ago Bold statement. I, I I think this was the best music in the, the, the cruise in its entirety. Um, again, you know, in, in past cruises, you know, I'm not not the biggest Queensryche fan. And guys, I, it's not that they blow. They don't. They're good. But I'm not a huge fan. Like, I, I like Black Label Society a lot. I like Striper a lot. I love, you know, Buck Cherry, obviously Kiss, Bruce Kulik. There was more for me this time. Uh, you know, whereas before there'd be like one or two bands that I liked. Um, did you see, did you see plush? You know what? The all female band. I heard nothing but great things about them. They're really uh, good. Matter, well, I tell you, well, I, I, I think it was Russell was telling me how good they were. He said they did a really cool version of last child and he played it for me. Last child's an Aerosmith song. And, um, and, uh, it's funny. I talked to one of the girls' fathers on on the ship, and I'd like to get them on um, on the show. Actually, they were. Uh, I heard nothing but great things. As a matter of fact, Eric told me how good they are too. So yeah, they really um, are. I saw them open for Slash, uh, and, and I didn't know this. They're up for a Grammy. Oh, good. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I, I, you know what? I wanted to go. So there was a couple bands I wanted to go see. I didn't get a chance to see. They're one of them. They're Again, like uh, no. Def Leppard in the respect that it's like, God, they're so young and they're so freaking good. How did that happen? Yeah. As Tommy knows, since he knows me so well, uh, you know, I, I have like a, a cruise vibe that I do. I, I hang with my my cruise friends. And I, again, like I said earlier, you know, we, I, I, I want to as much as I want to see all the bands. And I and I certainly did this time, but also selfishly because they were bands I wanted to see. Oh, real quick. I only got to see one and a half Buck Cherry shows. I told uh, I told uh, Billy about this. My wife hurt her finger. Like Where'd the she third put her song. Finger? In... What's that? Where did she put her finger? She was picking up a deck chair and it closed on her finger. So Ouch. and it and it looked like it was broken, but it wasn't. Thank God. The she well. So, anyways, here comes Liz with her finger in a, in a thing of ice. And I could just tell in her face, something was wrong. I was sitting with the Papalardos. We were watching Buck Cherry and it was literally, I think the second or third song. And she goes, we got to get to the infirmary. So, uh, this is the ultimate test of love. Do you leave a Buck Cherry (laughs) show or do you let your wife go alone? No, you know, I what do you up. do? <laughs> no, I, no, no, not even a thought there. I, I Wait a minute. And... Let's ramp this up. What if it was Deep Purple and it was their last show ever? No, going with, going with the with the lovely and talented. Good but, for um, you. Good. 
And I mean that sincerely. Are you kidding? Uh, you know, all that other stuff can be replaced or videotaped. Can't, can't make the wrong it. choice. Mark could have been overboard. It would have taken three or four people to do that. <laughs> anyways, um, also, too, you know, here was one thing. I, this was the least amount of merch that I bought. I just didn't. I, I think Kiss, the Kiss merch game was was down. I wasn't too crazy about the merch. Uh, I bought the towel. I was like the towel. I thought that was cool. Um, but in years past, they had cooler stuff. I wasn't too crazy. Matter of fact, I I didn't even buy a shirt. Believe it or not, we talked about that when you were mentioning the a week or two ago that you got the. I don't know, whatever album it was, the Elder release, and you saw someone didn't have it, and you're like, hey, I'm just not going to get the Alive 2 thing. Tommy, I think that's part of it. You're right. Yeah, it's the experience, man. You were, you've already got everything you wanted, which was to be there in the first place. Yeah, it's funny, because there was a few things I'm like, you know, eh. But I, I will tell you, I was bumped. This is kind of a crazy thing. There was no Buck Cherry merchandise at all on the ship. They brought nothing literally brought nothing hmm. i mean guys it's a kiss cruise we're you're amongst you're amongst merch crazy people and not there wasn't one you know there was not so much as a buck cherry button for sale in the merch thing so i'm like somebody dropped the fucking ball there i thought that was odd and i was kind of bummed because i wanted to get a striper shirt because i was just so digging the couple shows i saw and just again just rekindling my fandom and wah, wah, no fat guy sizes. They just had regular, you know, um, size shirts. I was kind of bummed because I wanted to get a, you know, uh, a striper shirt. So, um, so matter of fact, I think I'm going to order one. So maybe next week when I'm on the show, I'll be wearing a striper shirt. We'll see if I, if I get, get around to ordering one. Well, so Mark, let's, because last week we talked real briefly about what Paul announced for the cruise in 2024 and we were kind of joking it's like well i don't know is mark gonna like this is mark not gonna like this so you know what was your personal take and then what was your take from the fans knowing that the next cruise again 2024 they're taking 2023 off for the cruise and i'm assuming that's just because it's the 50th anniversary next year is what they're focusing on but paul announced he's going to be on cruise with soul station gene's going to be there with his um solo band his tribute bands and eric and tommy are going to do stuff i mean what what's what was the initial response to that sort of announcement what are the fans thinking of that and you Okay, well, you were breaking up horribly right there. Like, we changed rooters. Um, but um, I'm guessing you asked what I thought of the... I, I, I thought I answered that earlier. I, I'm, I'm going, but my friends and my wife said they're not going. So, so but did you hear... Did you talk to other fans? What yes, did other so fans all, think of it? it? It was not a popular thing. Also, though, too, there's some folks that are going, like myself. I, a, a part of me is just going out of curiosity. I don't want to. And 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 I did. I forgot to mention. Kiss is going to perform on the Sail Away show on that cruise, but they're not going to do a full makeup big production. They're not even doing an indoor show. They're doing just the Sail Away on the deck, which is very casual. Yeah. 
And, and also too, you know, am I going to want to spend five grand to see them play one set? Again, I'm going to go, I'm going to see, you know, soul station and jeans band and Tommy and Eric, and I'm going to go and see how it is. I'm going to go. And I'm I'm open to going next year. Yeah. One thing that I, that we didn't get a chance to touch on and I, and this is, this may be a game changer for me. I loved going to LA. Matter of fact, Tommy, when we went, we took a tour up in the Hills where you and I went. You take her to I, the Tate house. No, but we saw, we were up that way that we went, we did one of those private tours. Oh, uh, did you, Oh, did you do the death tour? No, because it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, really? I know. I know. Okay. Yeah, up online, there's a big. Anyways, um, so we were up in Mulholland, and you know, went through all the the hills on, you know, all that stuff. It was crazy. But um, my my point is, I I really dig California. I love Los Angeles. We had a lot of fun. Um, did you guys see the weather on the cruise ship? No, dude, it was like in the upper forties at night. Mm, Jesus, I know, I know. Um, not good. And I certainly didn't plan on that. Matter of fact, uh, my buddy, Mike Wren, hi, Mike, um, Mike Wren posted that he was on a, you know, 11 a, he's like, fuck, it's freezing up. And I'm like, that never even computed in my head. Cause I'm just thinking kiss cruise. It's always shorts and tank top weather, whether you're out at night or whatever. He's like, it's 49 degrees right now. And I'm like, 49 motherfucker no way so um so fortunately i you know i brought sweatshirts and you know we told our friends a lot of people were caught off guard especially the people from overseas because they're used to the kiss crews being you know mm-hmm. it's in the 80s all the time even at night yeah, it's warm. yeah. Uh, so when we went down to we went to cabo which it was okay. Matter of fact, we went to Sammy's thing. Just brutal to get in there. I mean, and I, and I, you know, I don't want to make too much of a social commentary, but boy, oh boy, the, 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 the panhandlers, it, 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 I feel, I, how do you even complain about this? You know, first world problems, but I understand those people have to do it to survive, but it's when you're trying to enjoy yourself, here and it literally step in front of you i mean i'm talking 10 15 feet every time here 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 and they throw something at you here you know pick that up yeah you give me a dollar for that you know, just, it just was, it was non-stop and then we we went to a restaurant matter of fact a striper was eating when we were in there um we go but it's outside you know there's no walls or whatever it's you know it's they're coming right into the restaurant coming up to your table you know, Jeez. wanting to so, and and I get it, and you know, I, I do have compassion, but at the same time, you're trying to, to. It would almost be like if if you're having a conversation, and every literally 15 seconds the phone rings. Eventually, you'd kind of get upset that the phone keeps ringing, but you can turn your ringer off. You can't stop somebody who's panhandling groups of them from coming up to you so and again that's not a rip on the cruise or whatever that's just unfortunately a part of life down there um and then so i really didn't have too good of a time matter of fact as as far as the 
the stops. These were for as much as the cruise was in the top three for music and fun. I thought the ports were in the bottom three. Ensenada is just a pit. I mean, that place was fucking terrible. I didn't like that at all. Matter of fact, we were out for maybe 45 minutes and we went, this isn't, this isn't a place I want to stay. So we went back to the ship. Um, so, but getting back to what you, you know, what we were talking about, that may be a game changer because they were talking originally about being January from LA. It's going to be even fucking colder than, uh, than November in, you know, October in LA. So, you know, matter of fact, I think today, Michael's, it's pretty cold in California. It's in the mid sixties. I mean, cold for them. Oh, right? oh uh, yeah. Low- yeah. I mean, it's, it's our winter is cool weather and rain. Yeah. So it, it was funny when, 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 you know, cause just the rare times I had internet, I pop up on my phone. I'm like, fuck it's 74 or 75 in Detroit. And it's fucking 69 here I'm like, what the fuck you know <laughs> that's, that's not why i go on a cruise i want to you know I and and go. we didn't we didn't mention it and you just mentioned it in passing but the cruise is going to be in january of 2024 well, they, that's changed that's changed well Has it, it hasn't officially hasn't officially okay. changed um because again like i said earlier in the show they were beating us to death with that they're now saying at the end of 11B, we don't know the month. We just know it's 24. We want your money. That was pretty much okay. it. And one thing, though, about the money, they're like, it's got a four-year transfer. So meaning you can use it any time. It doesn't have to be the Kiss Cruise. And you can say you don't want it. You can give it to your brother-in-law, or your next-door neighbor or whatever. It was transferred. So they. my point is, I just kind of thought they were over little too overzealous trying to get your money really made them sound desperate kind of bothered me actually um again it goes back to that thing i'm on vacation just leave me the fuck alone i want to enjoy my bands i want to see my friends and that's it you know again the constant of you know i had two voice messages on my phone you know the letter to the thing the letter in my little mailbox the letter under the door seems like they're worried that that next one isn't going to sell as as well and i mean understandably i can i see why they could be worried i mean it's it's a drastic change to the whole cruise concept but yeah they seem to be a little worried about selling tickets and selling out yeah hey before we get off this and, and you know once to la oh, once we got back to la we did uh, take a trip to amoeba county by the way it's a different building oh yeah i heard they had moved yeah, a uh, different building. Um, picked up a really cool stars thing that I didn't I I show it to you. Is it I smaller? I didn't have this. Huh? Is it smaller? Yes. I pick. I got to call Richie about this because I like stars a lot. I never seen this one. Kind of a. Yeah, cool. That's what caught my. Caught, it's official. It looks like it's official. It's on a label and everything. So I got to call Richie about that. Well, and also, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, well, for sure. Um, also got the new Starcrawler from Los Angeles. 
you guys gotta check this band out they're fucking yeah. awesome i really dig them so so anyways you know we had a lot of fun in los angeles we stayed at the lows which is funny tommy because i remember when i when we were i was there with you as soon as i drove by there i'm like yeah i'd like to stay there it looks because it's right off sunsets or i remember that we were right by the strip club bar where they shot the photos of muscle of love yes yes we, we drove past that um but we're that's what us for a couple of days yeah so that was uh that was uh, right next to the Hollywood Bowl is the Lowe's. So we stayed there. We walked to uh, Hollywood Boulevard, sunset. We went by the rainbow, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it was pretty, we had a really, really good time. So um, Kiss Cruise, thumbs up. Um, again, musically, top three. I thought the band had never sounded better. Let me tell you, though, again, those indoor shows were phenomenal. Um, yeah, so uh, great stuff all the way around. Uh, Again, way too many friends that I, I ran into. I'm sorry, I can't remember everybody. Again, I'd sit here all show just talking about everybody. Um, but thank you uh, to the to the people who came up to me. And, and again, Alex, extra special thank you. Fortunately, got a, got a lot of chances to hang out and uh, um, you know him and his beautiful wife. So it was it was really cool. We had a lot of fun. This was a, a great great kiss cruise so much so like i said uh bring on kiss cruise 12 so looking forward good. to that as well good awesome nice support um so i think homework is obvious if you were on the cruise what did you think wait a minute though i have one other thing i wanted to talk about because i went and saw ace fraley over the weekend mm -hmm. yeah in green bay and annex opened for them they're a local band out of green bay check them out they're actually really good they're I can't describe what they sound like. They're more pop rock, but they've got a metal edge to them. So I heard all kinds of stuff in, in their originals, and then they do some covers as well. Um, but Ace sounded great. And, and that's not me being a homer, because I've been hearing that some of the shows haven't been very good. So I don't know who it is that has been saying that or what has transpired, but I can tell you it was great. He was on that night, and... You could see he was having a great time. They added Strutter and they added Rock Soldiers. They got rid of um, Love Gun and something else. And it was just a real mix. But he did a lot of his own stuff and uh, I think a few less Kiss songs, which I liked. Um, and I don't know. I, I highly encourage you guys to get out there and do it. He had quite the line for the meet and greet. Uh, so a lot of people were getting stuff signed and doing photos. So he's still doing that. I know that they have like four shows, I think, left this year. And then they start up again in February. So you guys will get a chance to see him next year. And then he was talking about the new album. He said he had just written a song that he absolutely loved. But for life me, I can't remember with who. But it's going to be added to the, to the upcoming record. And I don't know. I mean, he was in really good spirits. And I got a chance to sit and, and hang out with him. And it was me and him and Dr. Mark. And then, of course, John, who is freaking awesome. John is just the coolest guy. And we just talked about stupid shit like we always do. And he was so excited because he bought this boat because he likes to go fishing. <laughs> and the boat. He, and I was Ace excited. on a boat. Yeah, Ace on a boat. He fishes. And here's the funny thing. I was expecting him to show me, like, you know, a photo of, like, like what my friend Danny has on Lake Minnetonka. It's not huge, but it's got a sleeping quarters and things like that. And the boat looks like something I used to get with me, my GI Joe, when I was a kid, it's more like an army boat that the, um, that the uh, elite, what's elite forces 
uh, SEAL team. SEAL it's team. a blow-up boat. It's a blow-up dinghy? Yes, it's oh, a blow-up dinghy. About, and he's got like... Some, something else that was elite. Oh. <laughs> and, <he's... laughs> and uh <laughs> he uh he's so excited because he's bought a canopy top for it and they're putting the engine they're putting the engines on in spring and he's just really it was interesting he was talking a lot about you know he's so happy with where he is right now and that the quality of life is really important to him and i thought that was really interesting i, I felt like he was really he felt like he, I felt like in talking to him that he was really in a good spot. Like he was really happy. Yeah. Like, you know, I go out and I do, you know, two or three shows in a weekend. And then I get to be home with Lara and we fish. And, and it was just, it was nice to, to see him feel good about where he's at right now. And, and the crowd was really big and fantastic show. So get out there and support him because he's still out there. Awesome. Good. That's my two cents. I did forget one shout out that I have to make. Uh, Mr. Phil Cass from Australia. So nice. Brought a couple of posters for me and sent me, you know, a, a, a poster from Australia. Just didn't every time I wanted to give him a, a shout out. I just keep forgetting because when we start the show every week, it's like, you know. Yep. Yep. But yep. yeah, like I said, uh, what an incredible gentleman. And I have to find a way to make it up to him. But Phil, thank you. You know, again, this goes back to what I say all the time. Get to these events. You're going to meet the best of the best people. And also, too, I got a chance to reciprocate with uh, with Adrian Poole. Yeah. Um, hey, because it's though, a good dude. And I, I love this. What an incredible guy. Um you know, a couple of shows, you know, I'm a big, you know, I like a lot of the new wave of British heavy metal stuff from the early eighties. And a lot of the British metal. fuck, I'm wearing a motorhead shirt. Now I love all that Brit metal. And, uh, you know, earlier this, you know, over the last couple of years, he'd send me a Saxon shirt with the UK dates on the back. And when rainbow did their one-off, you know, rainbow shirt. So, uh, he asked me to get him some stuff. So I was able to reciprocate. I brought him, uh, you know, Iron Maiden with the U.S. dates on the back, you know, which you obviously couldn't get there. And then I just got a Judas Priest shirt for him with all the U.S. dates on the back. And I was so happy to to get that over to him. Matter of fact, Liz is the one who delivered it to him because we saw every time we'd run into each other, we didn't have this, you know, have our stuff. So uh, that and he gave me some really cool DVDs, which I got to um, get a chance to, to check out. But that's, that's just what I'm talking about, guys. I mean, you know, think about it. I'm in Detroit. Adrian's from the UK. Mm-hmm. Phil's from Australia. Alex is in Germany. These right are on, people awesome. I, yeah, people I met because I get get off my fat ass and I go do something, and uh, that's mm-hmm. pretty freaking awesome. And if you heard that ding, dinner ready when you okay. are. So well, and awesome. I want to also give a shout out just to to all of Ace's crew, Phil and and um, Night Bob and. Ryan, they're all just such nice people. And and I, I appreciate all they do for me and for us. So awesome. Awesome. Going to be seeing them soon. They're here in Detroit, December 10th. Yeah. So Ace, Ace has got two shows here in the Bay Area next February, I think. So I'll. That's probably where they're starting. One, one of them for sure. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, let's. Uh... All right. So you guys know homework. If you were on the cruise, what did what's your review do you agree or disagree with what mark said who were your favorite artists that you saw whether you were on a or b 
And more importantly, what do you think about the 2024 cruise announcement? How's that? Yeah, are you going to go? Are you going to go? What do you think about the the offering? I mean, it is pretty cool that it's Soul Station and Gene Solo Band. Mm-hmm. Uh, you I know, really want to see Soul Station. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Kiss, I'm not sure about spending money to go on a Kiss cruise to see tribute bands, but that's, yeah, that's a, kind of a that's a whole different yeah. discussion. Yeah, um, I mean, see, that's the other thing too. I'm hoping that it won't be that, and it will be more bands like Buck Cherry and. That's what Stafford I would think. And, Just make yeah. make it even better with more of those bands. Make it Get more like a Monsters of Rock cruise. Yeah, you know. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. And uh, don't forget about three sides of the coin radio.com. Check it out. Give it a listen. Um, that's it. We, I don't know if we got any guests lined up. I mean, shit, we don't know. Oh, I do. got all those names for you. I oh, Mar- Mark's got names, but yeah. you know, we literally sit down and go, all right, who the hell's no, it's names today? and contacts of people who said they wanted to come on. So, so yeah. we'll, we, we got stuff yeah, that we can work on here. Um, all right. Everybody, that's it. See you next week. If you have something to say, leave a voicemail or send us a text message. Call 320-515-477 for three sides of the coin. Provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.